Welcome to another edition of the Bombastic Podcast. I'm your host, Imani Wilson. Please take this time to go ahead and consider subscribing to this podcast everywhere in which you listen or view your favorite podcast. That being on YouTube, when you hit the subscribe button and click the notification bell to be updated on this weekly podcast series, as well as also choosing to subscribe anywhere in which you tune in to your favorite podcast, be that Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more when you search Bombastic Podcast with Imani Wilson. So, now that the business is out of the way, thank you once again for tuning in to the 24th episode of the Bombastic Podcast. I figure as I continue to sort of play, you know, and sort of have fun with the format, I wanted to sort of turn this episode, the 24th episode, if I'm not mistaken, to a more storytelling podcast you know most notably just because i this week i'm dealing with a little bit of a cold so i figure you know what you don't mind you know hearing me be stuffy or you know the the crumpling of of cough drops in the backdrop where i figure to try to cover most notably on this date why we remember and even acknowledge to a certain extent the 5th of november It's very easy to sort of see this as a day that we note from a particular movie and a particular series known as um, V for Vendetta, but I figure let's go ahead and really take a nice deep dive into the origins of the 5th of November and most notably the gunpowder plot. The day was November 4th, 1605. The gunpowder plot was a failed attempt to blow up England's King James I and Parliament on the 5th of November in 1605. The plot was organized by Robert Catesby in an effort to end the persecution of Roman Catholics by the English government. Catesby and others hoped to replace the country's Protestant government with Catholic leadership. Around midnight on November 4th, 1605, one of the conspirators, Guy Fawkes, was discovered in the cellar of the Parliament building with barrels of gunpowder. Fawkes and other men involved in the plot were tried and executed for treason. So every November 5th, the British celebrate Guy Fawkes Day by burning Fawkes in effigy. And around midnight on the night of November 4th through 5th, Sir Thomas Nivet, a justice of the peace, found Guy Fawkes lurking in a cellar under the Parliament building and ordered the premises searched. 36 barrels of gunpowder were found, and Fawkes was taken into custody. After being tortured, Fawkes revealed he was a participant in an English Catholic conspiracy to annihilate England's Protestant government, replace it with Catholic leadership. What became known as the Gunpowder Plot was organized by Robert Catesby, an English Catholic whose father had been persecuted by Queen Elizabeth I for refusing to conform to the Church of England. Guy Fawkes had converted to Catholicism and his religious zeal led him to fight in the army of Catholic Spain and the Protestant Netherlands. So, to dive back from that little history lesson, we now go ahead and apply that to the context of the graphic novel itself, V for Vendetta, which is a British graphic novel written by the GOAT, let me say this now, the GOAT of comic books and graphic novels, if you will, Alan Moore. Now, you may know of Alan Moore from 
oh, I don't know, besides V for Vendetta, maybe The Watchmen. Oh no, maybe Swamp Thing for those who follow the characters from from DC Comics. And no, I don't know, maybe a little series no more infamously known as Batman: The Killing Joke. So literally, written by the goat of comics himself, Alan Moore. And um, this uh, 10 issue limited series published by DC Comics in conjunction and printed by Vertigo pretty much sets a story depicting in a dystopian and post-apocalyptic near future history version of the UK, preceded by nuclear war that devastated most of the rest of the world. The comics follow the story's title, character, and protagonist V, an anarchist revolutionary dressed in a Guy Fawkes mask as he begins an elaborate and theatrical revolutionist campaign to kill his former captors, bring down the fascist state, and convince the people to abandon fascism in favor of anarchy. All while inspiring a young Evie Hammond to be his protege and this in itself was the adaptation that would then be taken on to screen by the Wachowskis in 2005's V for Vendetta which starred Natalie Portman and Hugo Weaving now it's interesting because this is technically both of their first superhero movies before they would find themselves falling in the MCU as the Red Skull respectively and Dr. Jane Foster respectively so it was a very interesting film put together by the Wachowskis and in and of itself where most people would consider it not necessarily the biggest blockbuster success as I'm pretty sure they were hoping that this was going to set way to a maybe a, a trilogy or a franchise of some sort but even with the limited run series by the book itself wasn't really that much room to be able to adapt it to another future story but all in all so far, the 5th of November and the gunpowder plot is very popular. And as you can see it anywhere from the protesters in the Hong Kong protest now, as well as also the visage of Guy Fawkes and the mask being worn by the infamous hacker group Anonymous. So the idea that this particular day, the 5th of November, is a day set for revolutionaries and for anarchy and rebellion against the state as we know it, all comes from a failed attempt hundreds of years ago. And it's still relevant to this day as the people of their own respective lands and in their own respective ways still use this visage of Guy Fawkes to stick it to the man in the system we know it to this very day. So, I figured that'd be a nice little bit of story time for your asses. And now, I'll go ahead and take this moment to go ahead and break. Now, as we break, I can tell you, so far this week, what's new for me is I finally bought that new Call of Duty Modern Warfare game. I've literally played less than 10 minutes of the campaign itself. So, I'll have more gameplay towards the end of this week. So, you can probably look forward to that give it towards literally yeah about the end of the week where you'll be able to see all of my you know f bombs and failures and highlights all in their you know 1080p glory but most notably what i wanted to highlight just to sort of bring this very brief podcast and this segment all to its most epic crescendo covering the aggressors of the week for this week the aggressors of the week you motherfuckers who are assembling with the fury of a thousand fucking sons, 
You're acting as though it is the last known commodity of sustenance on the fucking face of the planet. You motherfuckers going hard over these fucking Popeye chicken sandwiches are a fucking disgrace to your family's name. The amount of people, the amount of vandalism, the amount of just overall social damage as a as not even a culture, as a fucking species that we have exhibited over this sandwich that don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. That sandwich looks like it's so fucking good. Like, if I had the chance to right now, I would hop in the fucking truck, pull up to the local fucking Popeyes and get two of them bitches. But, it is not worth vandalizing shit. It's not worth murdering someone over a fucking sandwich. Like, let me let me touch on this right now, okay? Most notably, and this was just released, um, Oxon Hill, Maryland, a man was stabbed to death in a fight over a popular chicken sandwich at a Popeye's restaurant. Police responded to the location on Livingston Road in Oxon Hill, Maryland. Offer, officers found a 28-year-old man with stab wounds in the restaurant's parking lot. Now, I need you to understand something. Did this most likely take place in a dangerous area in the hood? Absolutely. But was it that deep? Was it that deep to kill a man for cutting in line for what a fucking over a fucking chicken sandwich? Someone's going to be tried for murder. Somebody's life is lost because all they wanted was two pieces of bread, some fucking chicken, and maybe pickles. For you motherfuckers, I don't respect pickles on sandwiches. How dare you? Again, a curse on your house. But come on, chicken sandwiches, my people, fuck the idea of the elections that have been that have been going on today because your ass needs to go out and vote. But no, people have been assembling for some fucking chicken sandwiches. That has to be the most savage shit that I've ever witnessed. I've never witnessed anything like this in my life. And the idea that Popeye's has known of this uproar over these sandwiches. They've hired like several thousand more temporary staff for the re-release of these sandwiches. And the idea that the violence in the cast is still happening, you would think that they would know due to the panda fucking monium from these sandwiches that they would hire more security staff. So whoever died, I honestly think their fucking family needs to sue Popeyes because you knew, you knew shit was going to be jumping in that fucking Popeyes. And the idea that someone might get cut over a sandwich, hey, look, it happened. Are we proud of it? No, but it fucking happened. So I I don't have anything else to say. I mean, honestly, you know, for the 5th of November, I just wanted to touch on the revolution, on a revolutionary, the revolutions that are happening overseas where people are literally fighting for their rights. You know, the idea... Of what the 5th of November means for people today, what this time of the year means towards the idea of elections and being ready for a general election year for next year in the U.S. of fucking A. And just the idea that motherfuckers are not only going hard over conspiracies, but going hard over their favorite teams and going hard over fucking chicken sandwiches. I'm done. I'm done. That's all I got for you this week. That's it. I'll see you at the end of the week. With some more gameplay. Hopefully I feel less stuffy. You know. I'm ashamed of people right now. I'm ashamed of motherfuckers. On what they do over sandwiches. But that will not keep me from asking you. 
to take this time to consider subscribing to this podcast on YouTube by hitting that subscribe button, hitting that notification bell so you can be updated on this weekly podcast and subscribing to this podcast on your preferred audio streaming platform, whether that be again on Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you tune into your favorite podcast, when you tune in, the Bombastic Podcast. I'm your esteemed, grateful, and privileged host, Imani Wilson, and I will see you guys at the end of the week as this is the end of the show. Stay nerdy. We out.